0: What's up everybody? It's your girl karen Bernard, also known as the last karenina because after me there will be no other, okay? Man. I just wanted to come up here to just talk. Let's talk. Um, what do I want to talk about? A lot. I got a lot to talk about. I just turned 29 last week. I had like the best week off of work ever. I wish it was longer. But, like, there's just no preparing for time off like that, you know. Like, you're always going to want to just stay on break. But I personally do need to get myself together and, like, really, you know, get get to the ball rolling with a lot of things. Uh, because I get too comfortable with being lazy and not having to worry about things to do and like there's a turning point coming like i'm i'm at i'm approaching a fork in the road to success where like i can either take the detour back to where i came from or keep trucking on and um i face the turning point like ever so often I it feels like every seven years there's a turning point it's like your body it like because your body changes every every six seven years so it's it's almost like your body is prepared for these turning points. But like, um, well, for me, I don't know. Like, it's like I mentally haven't been prepared for my turning point, but I've been trying to get prepared. Like part of me is just like, no, I just I just want things to stay the same. I don't want to frickin, you know, change anything and have to worry about things going wrong after making a big decision. But yo honestly that's life and it's only the beginning i keep telling myself that this is only the beginning i'm officially in the last year of my 20s so like when i turn 30 like it's just gonna be a different vibe for me you know because i because now that'll be the oldest i've ever been in my entire life and i will have been on this planet for 30 years and um you know, obviously because you get older every year and um, this is the first time you are turning 30 because you're 29. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I just have a lot of like feelings surrounding the concept um, because I know that when I turn 30 and like I'm not saying that like I saw the future or I seen a psychic or like, you know. I know what's coming next. This is strictly like goals. Like like the goal for 30 onward. Like I know when I turn 30, I'm going to have a lot of things going on because people are going to start looking at me differently. People are going to have a different level of expectations for me. All my little babies are, are getting older. So now they're going to have auntie expectations. And I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I'm a great aunt, you know, given all the shit I've been through and me trying to, like, you know, get my shit together so I can provide for my nieces and nephews. I'm a great aunt, like, for, for what I've done so far and the the um, the um things that I have, uh, I can't get my words right but like from you know all the things that i've done up until this point as an aunt like i've I've, i'm good i'm good and like it's just gonna get better and like you know if i you know shout out to all my nieces and nephews and if any of y'all is feeling some type of way because y'all haven't seen your auntie in a while well brace yourselves because auntie finna get y'all all all turned up in a very responsible non-alcoholic way (laughs) um yeah so um in that retrospect I know a lot of things are going to change it's just I don't know what it is about you know becoming an adult but it's like the expectation that people have in you it changes significantly like you go from being the person like oh no baby I got that for you to Hey, yo, you can spot me on this, like, real quick, you know, and and then that's just my personal life, my business. Like, when I first started painting, you know, I would say a lot of the time, you know, I I just, I've only been painting for like a couple months, I've only been painting for like a year, da-da-da-da-da. Like, when I turn 30, I'll be a professional artist for 4 years. 4 years. Like when you've been doing something longer than f- for for 4 years or longer, people have different expectations of you. They expect a more pristine um delivery. They want a quality experience, you know what I'm saying? Um they're less lenient for error, you know? And It's scary because up until this point, I've always just kind of tripped, stumbled, fumbled through life. You know, I feel like life for me has been like falling down the stairs and then like, you know, everything's walking flat and then falling down the stairs and then walking up the stairs a little bit and then falling down the stairs and then walking flat and then going up the stairs and then walking flat and then falling back down the stairs. (laughs) if you relate to me, say amen. Anyway, uh, but like, I'm trying to visualize this new human being that I haven't met yet, because it's coming. I can't stop. I'm going to be 30 next year. And then once I turn 30, then I'm on the road to 40, 50, 60, and, and however else, many years god needs me down here and then i have to adjust to each and every one of these people that i haven't met yet you know these personas of me that i don't know yet and like all of my friends who are over 30 tell me that the 20s are the worst you're gonna enjoy 30 and you're really gonna enjoy 40 and 50 and I'm just like wow! I'm excited. Like I'm already enjoying like late twenties, you know, because I set myself up right. But to to visualize me being in a different like headspace than I'm in now, less worry, more fun, more peace. Like I'm excited for that aspect of aging. I'm I'm looking forward to knowing that part of the experience but I am extremely nervous for the expectation of me because I'm constantly oh on on my ass. I'm constantly judging myself, saying that certain things aren't adequate enough and constantly evolving myself so that it is efficient and proper and accurate. Like, er everything about what I do, I try to do it the right way. And if I fall short, like, I give myself a hard time about it. So, like, um, I don't know. Like, I really just want to not let myself down. I don't want to let my – I think what it is, I don't want to let my younger self down because i've thought of these moments in my life since i was a kid and now that the moments are occurring now i'm just like okay well fuck we have to make sure that we do this and we have to make sure that we do that and i know that like nobody is pressing me about this nobody is giving me this stress i'm giving it to myself and i kind of just have to chill and go with the flow That's a lot to say that's why I had to take a deep breath (laughs) go with the flow it's so hard to just go with the flow because you all your life you've been told certain things you've been you've been instructed you've been trained to feel a certain to you've been trained to have a certain mindset and then all of a sudden you have to think for yourself and then You have to make decisions for yourself. And I'll tell you this, a lot of the things that people told me in life growing up, hardly any of it has made me, like, I don't, how can I put this? Like, well, I guess I'll give an example. When it comes to art, that has probably been the biggest, like, fuck up Of my predecessors and not necessarily my mom I'm not we not even having that conversation my mom was always supportive of my dreams but like the people that were doubtful of my abilities to do certain things like that was probably one of the biggest letdowns because if I had the encouragement then it would have excelled me further now but also it's not necessarily a bad thing because if I didn't take the route that I'm in now, I probably wouldn't be as prepared for what comes next. Um, you know, for 30 onward, you know, so it's a blessing and a curse. So that was an example. It wasn't a great example, but like, there were so many things growing up that like, I was told like, um, you know, um, the, like as far as what men expect from a woman like just certain like gender um what you call it gender constraints and certain um you know the 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 concept of how a a woman should present herself, how a woman should look, how a woman should act, how a woman should um, behave in the workplace. Like, well, not necessarily behave in the workplace, but what workplace a woman should be in. Or, or, you know, just gen like, the best way I could describe it is gender roles. Like, I was told, like, I was, I, I almost feel like, I was instructed to be more submissive but I've excelled because I'm more dominant and in any occasion where like I was submissive it has led me to be less dominant or more hesitant when I showed dominance but in every situation where I showed dominance it has always benefited me. There was never a time where like I showed my fake submissive side and everything went right. It was when I doubted myself and when I relied on others to think for me is when things would just go wrong. And then after a certain point, I said, you know what? I'm gonna trust myself on this. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And it's led me to so much more happiness it has led me to being at peace within myself and it has allowed me to not let anybody like try to like make me feel like shit you know like i have really learned to love myself in the past 29 years of living and it all happened like when it, within a matter of a few years like, it's like my whole entire life I hated myself, and then like the last five years I didn't. And it's a new way of thinking, you know? Society tells me that my, my, um, my mold is not ideal, but I'm the one who determines that. Not you, the, and, and part of it is because, you know, when I did try to fit the mold of what society expected me to be, nothing changed within me nothing about my um life got better you know if anything things got more complicated and it was hard to trust certain people because of the way i you know because everybody's treating you a certain way because you look some way it's hard to pick out the fake ones from the real ones whereas when i was chunky and uh, and quote unquote ugly back in the day um wasn't nobody like fucking with me and everybody was treating me some type of way and then it's like when you start like presenting yourself in a really like um ideal fashion i guess societal fashion then that's when people are just like oh yeah oh my god you're so wonderful So I'm glad that I, you know, personally, I'm glad that I had my little ugly stage because when I had my ugly stage, I knew how to recognize the real from the fake and not to trust everybody because you can't trust anybody. And like, I don't know. It's like, I think I'm thinking in my head why I'm so like distorted by the idea of turning 30 plus is just because like, you know, I went through life knowing that, you know, I've always listened to what people told me to do. I've always followed the rules. And then, you know, I figured out that certain things you don't have to follow, certain things you could just rely on yourself to to figure it out and, and go with your gut. And it's almost like I'm worried that some aspect of that is gonna change. Like I'm gonna turn thirty one and then motherfuckers gonna be like, Well, as a thirty one year old, there are there's another fucking like segment of of womanly dramas that you're going to have to face and um figure out on your own. <clears throat> I don't know. I have no idea what it could be or what it would be, but like I'm really, like, relying on my peers that are over 30 that are telling me, nope, it'll be the best time of your life. Like, that's when I just want to blindly believe. But, like, shit, like, there's so many other. (coughs) Excuse me, I burped. (coughs) And again, (laughs) there's just so many other factors involved that, like, anything is possible. And I just want to make sure that I set myself up now while I can uh before you know the storm comes because once the storm comes and I'm caught up in it if I'm not landing on my two feet I'm gonna get sucked up in it and thrown in the ocean and I ain't got time to be an no ocean baby <laughs> like I'm afraid of the deep waters of the ocean um so um yeah so that's that's kind of where my head's been at. I don't know why it took me so long to explain it. It's just a lot, you know. I wonder if every girl goes through this. Is this a, is this what a quarter-life crisis looks like? Because, um... <clears throat> damn. It do feel like a little bit of a crisis. And they said 25 is the quarter-life crisis. Well, um... It was a big-ass crisis. <laughs> um... It wasn't a quarter size crisis, but um, I got through that. I guess, you know, if as long as I do what needs to be done for myself and my business, then everything will work out because that's just how it's always been. Anytime I just sat down and did what had to be done, things always worked out in the end. It may have taken longer than normal in some areas and quicker in other areas, but somehow it always worked itself out. And i tell you this, like, you know, every time I'm feeling away or like really, you know, seeing my life a certain way and thinking, you know, um, I really need to change something about my life. I'll talk to God about it. Like God got me this, this new nice place. God got me a new car. God got me a better job. He got me a better painting job. You know, it, it's like every time I speak things to into existence, the Lord look out for me, and and all I got to do is stick to the plan and do what I got to do. Um, some of the things that are coming up that that I know for sure is going to happen after I turn thirty. Um, one. I'm opening a gallery or a studio space, something that isn't my home, that my, that my art lives in all the time. So, you know, maybe it'll be a venue hall, maybe it'll be an art gallery, or maybe it'll just be, you know, a business front where I strictly do art and make YouTube videos. Who knows? I don't know. Hell, I don't even know how much longer I'm going to be on YouTube. Who knows? I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to give myself a chance to really flourish and improve um, and be more consistent on social media so that, you know, everything works out. And I can get those sort of things in a in a reasonable time frame. I told myself 35 that I'd have a studio. Um, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, um, you know, plan some. I'll plan something else out. Um, the next thing that's happening is like I'm going to be an author. Like I'm going to have not one but two published items. One of them, you know, is the comic book series "Livy the Last Karenina." and the other one is a surprise because it's coming out um uh, it's coming out before the comic book um but it's a surprise (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna be an author of something and i'm just like holy shit i i there was a point in time where my writing First of all, my handwriting is still shitty. Secondly, my writing, there was a time where I just was shitty at it. And like my English teacher from high school is the reason why I actually considered changing the way that I speak and changing the way that I um, share information and and really got me wanting to read more. Because prior to that, your girl was not into that shit. I don't care what anybody says. I struggled with reading long enough for me to just be like, I'm good with that shit. And like, it got to the point where I would only read things if I had to. So, like, if there was a word I didn't know, I'd skip over it. Like, I'd just skim things instead of actually reading things. And, yeah, after, like, my, my senior year of high school like I really started looking at things in that way am I the best no I didn't go to school for um, linguistics or literature or English none of that Um, I've taken classes so I can improve myself but I didn't take I didn't pursue those degrees so I'm not perfect in those areas but I will always i've said this since the beginning of time i will always have a story to tell and somebody gonna hear it and it's gonna help somebody and it's gonna lead to somebody prospering and improving and and feeling good about they self so yeah that's coming and it's coming a lot faster than the art studio Another thing that's coming is I'm probably not going to stay in Connecticut. Ugh, we don't know. We don't know. Um, Me and Casey really want to go to California. We got friends out there. I got family out there. And like, it's just easier to be in the same time zone. Plus, like, it's a lot easier to be surrounded in an art scene and be around more like-minded people that are pursuing the same thing because it you know if it take a village to raise a baby then it take a village to to become a success you know it it takes more than one person to become a successful business unless you know you found a way to be omnipresent but you know that's a whole nother thing um (laughs) so um what was I gonna say yeah so I don't know There, there's a couple ways that I might uh, that there's a couple things to consider the first consideration is not leaving Connecticut but actually getting a secondary property in another state like California <laughs> but then there's doing the opposite Keeping a place in Connecticut and then renting it out and then moving to California and living out there um in each in each scenario, it's terrifying because there is risk involved with e- either scenario, both scenarios, if not the same scenario uh well if not the same risk factors in these scenarios, but um I just feel like. There's an expansion coming. There's, a, there's going to be a need for more. Um, you know, I get really settled in and comfortable with my routine. But then I also notice when things aren't working. And I also notice when things are going to change soon. Um, for now, our home is permanent we're, where we're living. We're in the perfect place home we have a perfect area where we live we have wonderful recreational things within walking distance Uh, we're just in a great scenario right now but in the next 10 years things are definitely going to change i don't know how fast or slow but think as far as our living situation is definitely going to change um And then Karenista Art is literally adapting before I turned 30. Like, COVID literally almost destroyed my business. It literally almost destroyed my business because, like, I was in a steady position of, like, making money for the business. And then I had a lot of things that were starting to get set up, like... Bitch had a calendar, like, with appointments in it. Like, okay, don't Like, wh- wh- where that happened at? Like, I got clients. What you mean clients? Like, it's just me, myself, and I. And now I got clients. <sighs> but then when COVID hit, I lost a lot of business. And then there was a lot of things that I wasn't comfortable doing. And then the depression hit, and then i was I was just uncomfortable doing anything and everything and i I got extremely doubtful because it's just like I'm working so hard to make sure all this stuff works, and then a tra- and then a worldwide pandemic happens like and the for the first time in all of our lifetimes, and I have to lose everything like this, don't uh like it's fucked up. Like why am I even going to go forward Why am I even going to keep going with it? Cuz my business is dependent on the wellness of others. I'm going to just keep it real. If people ain't doing good, they're not buying art. And if they're not buying art or my art services, then I don't have a business. And, like, I, um, uh, I didn't make a lot of money. Like, let me put it this way. Um, My revenue last year was in the negative for the business. If I quit my job in 2020 thinking that Karenista Art was going to hold me, it would have led to me being homeless. It would have led to me losing everything. You know? And which is why and I'll tell this to anybody. Make sure you have steady source of income before you you jump ship. And I'm glad I didn't jump ship because I really wanted to jump ship at some point. Before I switched into the job I'm in now, like I was I was so unsatisfied. I was so upset I was so uncomfortable I just hated my work situation and I wanted out so bad and I was ready to quit and just you know give myself a chance to to learn the ropes and I'm glad I didn't do that because it would have cost me everything. Like this was before me and Casey moved in together. This was before you know things were solidified like things were still so scattered and I was I was living alone, and things were still scattered. <laughs> like, um, but, you know, the world is opening back up again, and it's almost like things are trying to, like, go back to the, the old normal with a new normal, like, flair to it, if you will. Um, like, I'm back to doing vending events. I just did a mural, a window mural in New Haven like like honestly like I'm speaking it into existence I want another car like my cars in the shop right now <laughs> like I need a car right now but my cars in the shop right now because there's this shortage of chips and I need the chip to to get the computer so that I can get my key working a whole bunch of drama with the key and um Yeah, I don't have my car right now. (coughs) But I do want a second car because I want a van. I want a Karenista art van so that I can go on tour. I want to hire employees. I want an assistant and two, two, maybe either two apprentices or two interns. And then one young, one youth volunteer. That's how I want my team to look. And I'm speaking it into existence now. Because if I can tour New England with my art shit, that's going to put Ker- Karenista art to the next fucking level. And that's just one investment. of a, va- a van. And um, I ain't got the money to put nobody that many people on payroll so like the assistant will obviously be on payroll and then the apprentices will probably work their way up to payroll and then the youth volunteer i ain't paying no children that's i'm against child labor um i'm i'm not against child learning how to do stuff they might want to do when they become an adult you know i ain't gonna overwork them just volunteer like it's kind of like a, a a youth internship. I did I did um, youth employment at Waterbury Youth Services back in the day. So you know. And like the way I operate like it wouldn't even be like a legitimate volunteer like they'd get perks out the ass just just because I love them. Whoever they are, I love you. Like I'm 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 speaking as if I've already met this person. Um, and I don't know how long. I guess this would be my my other point is going on tour. Um, this is definitely something that I see happening within the next three or four years. Um, I'm in the process of doing research to see how I can compensate employees, and 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 then trying to figure out, you know, the best route to having a payroll. Because, like, I know my bank offers, like, payroll services and shit like that. But, like, you know, there's always other options. And, yeah, I'm trying to go on tour. I'm trying to tour all New England, Karenista art style. And it's not going to be, like, no boring shit like, oh, um, you know, somebody's having an event and I'm doing a pop-up shop. No. I want to tour. Like, I want to go to a city and th- and put on a fashion show. Karenista art fashion show and then it's just all of my merch and people like buy my merch I want to go to Rhode Island and fucking hold the first Karenista art auction like in-person auction I want to fucking go to Massachusetts and fucking put on a Karenista concert get all like my favorite like local rappers together like all my friends that I grew up with that do music and like just put on a show for people like but it with associate an association with Karenista art the the Karenista palooza you feel me like these are the type of shit that I want to do and under Karenista art and it and at the end of the day it's all going to be about the art you know and at the same time, it's also giving local talent the opportunity to explore, like, what what's the next move for them? You know, I had a movement that I started when I first started the brand, and I'm going to start it up again once I start going on tour. It's going to be hashtag respect the brand. Brand is your ethnicity. It's your culture it's your nationality. Everyone is a brand. Everyone is is a representation of themselves. And what, and what do we do when we see Adidas, when we see Rockefeller, when we see um, um you know, all these high-end brands. We rock them. We su- we support them. We we put money in in these large ass conglomerate ass corporations. And and grow their wealth. It's that same energy that we put towards these corporations that we got to put into ourselves because we are a brand. We are representing a multi-billion dollar corporation within ourselves. And when people respect the brand, they will start treating you like these big name brands. Like ain't nobody going to... Ain't, ain't nobody going to Adidas' fifteenth birthday party, motherfucker. Well, fifteen. Adidas, like Adidas, not fifteen, but you get my point. Like we want to go to Corinne thirty fourth birthday party. You know what I mean? I'm burping all over the place. But like it's like we have to make ourselves a big deal, and if your brand it represents your culture, it represents your skin color, it represents your nationality, your nation, your your ethnicity, like that's what respect the brand is all about. Respect each other and hype each other up as if they are these big ass corporations that's making money off of our 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 lowly income, you know like that's what it's all about it's a collective thing it's supposed to promote um the collective the community and i'm excited to to boost it up i'm excited to to really start you know shouting screaming and shouting respect the brand all over the east coast like you know shit get to south carolina the carolinas get into to atlanta fucking get to miami like all these things and I know it takes money and it's going to take time but like it don't take a lot to have a good time with people and it's not like I'm trying to be a huge sensation I'm just trying to do what I always wanted to do and that's give back and shine that's it I just want to shine and give back not that's not even asking for much it's not asking for much at all, you know, eat well, shine and and um, give back. Oof. I feel like I said a lot. Um, Was there anything else? That I foresee for 30 plus. I don't know. Maybe I lose some weight. God damn it. I don't know. As far as my weight goes i'm content with how i look i'm content with the person i've become and i'm all for you know being plus size i just want to stay a certain weight tone up and then not have to constantly buy clothes because i feel like i'm always buying clothes because something doesn't fit or something doesn't look right anymore and i get my style changes but like damn that much but i'm finna give away a lot of my clothes actually because there's just too much i don't wear and i know a lot of my friends that could fit my clothes would love it so yeah other than that um kids marriage i don't know i don't even think about Things pertaining to unity or things pertaining to expansion of self because I'm still trying to accomplish my goals in life. And it would be different, like if pregnancy just happened, if I just got proposed to tonight. Like, I get it. things happen, but I know why I'm here. And the most beautiful thing in the world is knowing your purpose in life. And it's knowing what your skills are and how you can use those skills to help the collective. And I feel like I found that. And so I'm just really, 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 really going hard to make sure that I achieve that goal. And if anything gets in my way, I'll feel like I haven't fulfilled nothing. And I don't know. I feel like, you know, it's a tragedy when you leave this planet without fulfilling your purpose. And I just don't want to pass myself on into the into the next realm without really fulfilling my purpose. And I've done a lot so far, but this is nothing compared to what I can do. I'm at like 0.00001%. I'm trying to be at least at 4%. You know, all them zeros, like I want to get to 4%. <laughs> Shit, if I can get to 10, that'd be whoo! Okay. <laughs> but... I'm excited. I'm really excited for the next step. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I know that I have to start writing things down more because my memory is not w- what it used to be. I And I have to hold myself accountable for a lot more things because it used to be a time where it was fine to just be like, Oh, I can't make it. I'll catch you on the next one. So now it's like it, it looks bad for my brand if if like I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. And like and like uh, part of me wants an assistant because I know that it'll make the creative process and the planning process so much easier. Um, but, you know, everything takes time. And then, like, my two apprentices, these are artists. These are people that are trying to become artists one day or are artists themselves already. And my apprentices are to help me with paint parties, help me with mural projects, if any, and will help me, like, at events, will help me... Um, sell products, will know everything about the product, will, will, um, are, they're basically an extension of me, but they're an extension of the, but they're still themselves too. You know, one day I foresee Karenista Art having 10 Apprentice, you know, it's possible. It, it, it all depends on, on my pacing and how I want to do it. Like, like um it's almost like Karenista Art is going to be an agency like um like some of these like the the raw artist or the or the um the trap art like it's gonna be something like that but less business and more focus on the creative the creative person so if Karenista art is doing a, a Karenista Palooza is not just going to be Karenista art paintings on display. It's going to be, you know, somebody else's art on display, you know, a uh, new artist, new artist corner, new artist night, or, you know, something along those lines. It's, it's just going to be an opportunity to give back and and to promote, um, creativity and to help other artists. Cause like, if I'm, if I, if I can make it, I, I want to help somebody else make it while I'm making it, you know? Cause there's enough, there's enough people in the world for everybody to win. And like when people just sit back and realize that it's Gucci, everyone just has to pace themselves and make it happen. You know, like if things like YouTube and TikTok can, and Instagram and Facebook can lead to multi-million-dollar deals, contracts, you know, then anything is possible. That like the things I just said was impossible when I was in when I was in middle school, but now they're possible. Like what way beyond possible. The world is our oyster, so we gotta suck it. I'm <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, and then the the youth volunteers are 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 the ones who are actually going to benefit the most out of something like this because they get to see how it's all done, the production the 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 contacts the the networking the you know all these great things. And and it's it's better to do it when there's more people than when it's yourself. But like, I see it. I already see it. I already know these people. I already love these people. You know, I know that there things aren't always going to be perfect and, and lucky dory. You know, I foresee these people getting extremely pissed off at me at some point. And I see myself, you know, having to let certain people go and get new people. I see it. I see it. You know, but I'm ready. I'm ready to start the the preparation process, you know, and then there's the whole like, do I hire my friends? Do I hire my family? And we'll just have to see. Like, we will just have to see. But I think I've talked enough. I'm very excited for the future. I'm very excited to speak these things into existence i'm very excited to start the preparation process you know and i'm real above all i'm really excited to get back to really creating because the second that this becomes my full-time gig man i know like i'm gonna have so much time to do everything digital art My, my comic books, um, like I can start my other comic books, but I'm not going to get into that and because it's a surprise and I can start really creating the things that I've always wanted to create instead of just focusing on commissions all the time. Cause like my, my business is straight commissions these days and there's nothing wrong with commissions, but like I'm more than that and i just want to be able to show the world that i'm more than that. Oh, but primarily before i i let you go, the primary thing i'm excited about is digital art cuz i've always been interested in digital art. I love Photoshop. I used to do uh, I used to be in um MS Paint and for hours just drawing stuff. And it always started the same. I would start off with scribbles and then create something pretty. And that's kinda how like my art style is. It started off it starts off as something ugly and then it becomes something pretty. And like Yeah. It's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a good um it's gonna be a good next ten years. <sighs> I just have to do it. Get it done. And with that. I'm going to find some food, some aspirin because I've been burping and I, I didn't even know you could burp it when you're hungry. And I got a headache. Tony already taking a nap because I'm talking too much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the ride and I'll catch you on the next one. All right. Bye, y'all.